Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, June 9, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, the market's telling us exactly what it's doing. It's doing the thing where it went to release the energy in the southern direction, also slicing through on an end-of-the-day kilom into the close, the 20-period moving average, the 403.5 area we've been discussing, and they went lower, closed lower, which brings or opens the door for the next place down, which I believe we touched on at least one time this week. We're going to do it again. So what you have below current price is the next breakup candle low, 398.45. You have the big fat round number of 400. So somewhere in between 400, that breakup candle low, and potentially the gap down here, 397.37, somewhere in that neighborhood is the next legitimate area of chart support. But there's something else on the docket that we have to talk about. We talk about it once a quarter. Whenever this occurs, we have this discussion, and all of a sudden, here we are again. It happens, what I'll say is more often than not, around this time frame, once a quarter, where we do this thing and the market does what I like to call weird stuff. Now, weird stuff is a technical term, but they only teach it to you if you go for your CFA, which is called the Chartered Financial Analyst Degree. What exactly am I babbling about? The contract role. What is that? The futures role to the next contract once a quarter. That role is taking place right now, between yesterday, today, tomorrow. It's roll time where we go from the June futures contract into the September expiration contract. Every time the contract rolls take place, we talk about weird stuff happens around the roll. Either way, the market was going to release the energy in one direction or another. We were making the bull flag pattern. They're either going to do the 425 thing or they're going to release the same energy in the downward direction. That's what they're doing. Obviously, it takes the upside off the table for the time being, but what does it put on the table? We have a whole new set of things going on, so let's talk about that. Tomorrow, being Friday, we have the anticipated, and everybody's waiting for, the release of the current or most recent CPI data. So what does that mean? Is it data or is it data? I think it's data, personally. But what does that mean? It means the market is waiting with bated breath for the announcement, I believe, comes out at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, you sold them into the announcement. You sold them, or it's the old sell the rumor. The question is, are we going to get the buy the news type of arrangement? Remember, weird stuff happens around the contract role. By the way, just as an aside, what happens if they kill them again tomorrow after the announcement or before the announcement or whatever it is, if they kill him tomorrow, what's the next big-time number down that we haven't talked about yet, meaning lower than we already discussed? It's essentially a spike below 394. I've picked out an arbitrary number of 393.75. 
could be 393.25, could be 393.98. Anything in that zone is the next big-time area that the market, A, can be attracted to if they start really killing them tomorrow, and B, we should see a reaction at least from an intraday perspective back up in the other direction. Put that number on a sticky note. So from a big picture perspective, CPI data, everybody's waiting for it. Was it a sell the rumor, buy the news, incorporating the weird contract roll type of stuff that happens around the futures rolling? Or is this essentially one of these situations where this was a wedge pattern and this is going to result in lower than the previous low going to where? 365. Not tomorrow or anything like that, but I'm saying, is that really what's going on? Well, we don't know yet. We have numbers in between. The market's going to bounce around one way or the other, but these are the options on the table. The only way some of the lower stuff we just discussed gets eliminated is by essentially reversing or wiping out today's day. They would have to get back up and recapture 407 and change for starters. Put that on a sticky note too. I would say regardless of what's happening tomorrow morning, barring some kind of immediate rescue operation, you would think that they're going to have to pay a visit down to the big fat round number of 400. They're magnetic. They draw price in. We're close. They have a potpourri of excuses. 400 should be on the docket for Friday if not lower. Just reiterating the weekly chart one more time, while we're now below, once again, the 100-week moving average, the week hasn't closed yet, we'll see what happens tomorrow, but keep in mind, this is essentially the reversal candle we've been talking about. It didn't accompany the volume, but it's still a reversal candle. They reversed the tape, and guess what? There still should be defense played within that candle supports the case for at least some intraday bounces back and forth at some of the numbers we already discussed when we talked about the daily chart. And when you peel back the onion a little bit more and you peer back, look at it from a 30,000-foot view on the monthly chart, what are they doing right now? Are they really going to collapse, go below the low made last month, or is this a garden variety retracement Everybody's hair's on fire with CPI and whatever else their hair was on fire with. And we talked about that either last night or the night before. That's exactly what we would expect if they released the energy in the southern direction. And if they did that, are we just having a garden variety retracement of the tail candle? We don't know yet, but that's another thing that's on the board. Depends on what chart you look at puts the market in a context based on that time frame. Probably some more stuff to put on the sticky note. I would buy more than one pad at a time. What was going on inside the numbers today? We're going to run through the commentary. You're going to see some important numbers on the board. We're also going to circle back and we'll take a look at the stocks on the move from this morning. Wake up to a bounce back after the happy Thursday. They weren't really doing anything unique or different, so there was basically no change. Now, they did start to melt away as the morning grew on before the opening bell, so we want to note some important stuff down south. 412, remember that. 
That was the fake or phony or shenanigans tail candle. We also have a real number of 411.35, and if below that, it starts the whole bear case, lower stuff on the docket. Like what? Like 407.61, and so on. So now let's get our faculties using some pictures. A picture is worth a thousand words. Right at the vertical is today's activity. Here's a five-minute chart. So the market opens below all that stuff, the 412, 411.35, and it rallies back up to do what? You got it. Run a test of an important spot. Important numbers are both support and resistance. When price is above, they're support. When price is below, they're resistance. So they rallied back to run a test. They didn't quite get to the 412, but they got close, back up to 411.35, and then what happened? Then they collapsed them, for the most part, all day long. There's other stuff going on. We'll get to that later, but even look at this candle here. The high was 411.34. No accidents or coincidences. That was the end of the rope today for the market. Let's move on, see what else we have. Just for those of you who are inside the number members, one final comment about the service announcement tomorrow, in case you haven't seen it already. There will be the normal stuff posted on the board for Friday morning. The issue is I have to leave for an appointment right around the opening bell so there'll be no commentary in the morning, but stocks on the move will be good to go. The pre-market commentary with important numbers on the board, everything will be there. We'll already have a pretty good idea of what's going on after the CPI release at 8.30. So you'll be locked and loaded before the opening bell. They're melting away before the opening bell. So now we have to reiterate line in the sand 407.61. And if below opens the door for the lower stuff, 405.30, 403.50, and there's your 405.30. They only stopped there for a brief moment, and you're going to see later in the notes, that was not a buy opportunity. Why is that? Here's the daily chart again. It's a mess with all the lines on it, but you'll get the concept. Remember, the 405.30 was the gap. They basically ate time off the clock, either going to go higher or lower, either way, right above that gap. They ran a test and came up short of it a couple, three times. We're not interested in that gap. When they do that, the market's telling you it's not interested in that gap. If it's going lower, the destination is somewhere else. So we know that ahead of time under normal garden variety market conditions. Let's move along, see what else we have as the day starts to get underway. They're hanging around the big fat round number of 410. There's some support around 409.40, which should be at least a real line of defense before the door opens for 407.61. We're moving along. We'll let them do their thing. For now, 409.40 is the short-term pivot. 9.30 post, on the button, know your numbers. 409.40 was our pivot. They centered around it for the most part all day long, up until they gave it up, and one last retest here, about 2, 2.05 in the afternoon, and then they sold them into the closing bell. Now, they came close to the 407.61, which was just the previous low, here and here. So basically what they did was, they ate time off the clock above that, building energy to do what? You got it. Go right through it to somewhere else. We weren't buyers at 407.61, we weren't even buyers at the gap at 
Why? Because the writing was on the wall. Once they got below the pivot, they were basically going to sell him at least down to 403.50. And since they killed him into the close, they just didn't stop anywhere. We're moving along. We'll circle back to stocks on the move later, but what I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. You basically got the whole ball of wax, I explained everything, now you'll see the detail throughout the trading day. Here's the 10 o'clock post, 412 is a Mac Daddy number right now, it's an important zone, magnetic and overhead resistance. Closing candles above is the bull case, but staying below certainly wasn't. So we boil the day down to two pivots. If they were able to get above 412, there would be another leg higher. There would be a squeeze operation. In the southern direction, 409.40 was the bogey there. Getting below is the bear case. In between is a chop shop formation. And there it is. That's your whole day. If they were able to get above, they go higher. They were not. They got below 409.40. They started closing candle after candle below there finally and then they just sold them off. We're moving along. There you go again. Closing candles below opens the door for lower, and it was a long slog for a while to creep lower, but ultimately, that's what they did. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double-check the work. It's all in here every single day. I give you everything I've got every single day. Case in point, stocks on the move. So check it out. We had four potentials on the board. Three out of the four hit their entry objectives. The only one that didn't was five below, so it's off the board. It's a no trade, the last one. So we're going to take a look at Zen, JD, and SE. Haircut at the open, need I say more? Two numbers on the board. It's a very narrow zone, 69.65, 68.65. Two numbers, equal case could be made for that was the number. So I put them both up there. What happened? They come into both, spike it through by a little bit, rip-roaring, rocket ride back up in the other direction. Nice trade. Where'd they finish the day? Right back down at the second number. The numbers are important, and B, the numbers work. Just as an example, the high here by 9.55 this morning, so you're in the trade for 20 minutes, let's say. The high is 73.81. Not that you're going to squeeze every nickel out of the trade, but... The way we do it is you take some profit along the way and then you take the ride. Well, guess what? Plus or minus, that's four bucks in minutes. JD, same routine. Unfortunately, it did the Macarena before the number, but you could see what happened once it hit the number, spiked it by about two cents, then went up about two bucks. SE, interesting development here. First number technically was off the board since they did the Macarena in front of the first number, but if you bought the first and the second, didn't matter anyway. They came into the second, spiked it by a few pennies, then gave you the proverbial rocket ride. Stocks, markets, commodities, whatever it is, everything's headed for a destination. Once they get there, one of two things happen. They hang around for a cup of coffee or they hightail it back up in the other direction, period. What's going on over in camp IWM? Well, it was a pretty good down day across the board for everything. Rising tide lifts all boats. When the tide goes out, all boats get stuck. They're headed for the 20-period moving average and potentially the breakup candle low here, 179.70. We'll call it 180 for argument's sake. Below that opens the door for the gap down here. 
The gap is at 178.73. That's basically where we are in terms of a destination for the IWM on another kill em type of day. If they reverse the tape on the CPI number and it was a fake out, weird stuff happens, all that stuff, and if they have a positive Friday, different situation, they have to get above today's high in order to have the rescue operation. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Remember the discussion, and we always have this discussion. They're my favorite canary in the coal mine. They killed them yesterday. They took them out behind the woodshed, shot them three times, follow through today, gave up the breakup candle low all in one shot. 13,690, much below that. Watch out, there's another leg lower, potentially. To where? 13,500, give or take. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. All charts act and react the same way. The Q people also coming down, cut through and close below. It's 20 period moving average, same routine. All the same market, they all come down together. They all go up together, not necessarily to the same magnitude, but that's the same concept either way. The financials, 33 and a quarter is the number. That's a big spot. If they visit 33 and a quarter, give or take, there should be a reaction back up in the other direction. If they spike it, where are they going? 30 bucks. That's a zone. 33 and a quarter down to 33 bucks. Below this low here, which is at 32.23, and a whole different type of situation is going on. Smash Mouth looks the same as all the other markets, same routine. The next major area of support is the breakup candle low, two and a quarter, 226, in that ballpark. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense market analysis.